0: Hello and welcome into In The Pocket Across The Pond, the UK NFL fantasy football podcast. I've been told to mention Christmas, because it's Christmas week on the pod. We're going to put a Christmas twist onto everything, whether you like it or not, whether it's planned or not, whether it makes sense or not. But as usual, we're going to be reacting to week 15, looking at, unfortunately, a bunch more injuries. Looking forward to week 16, though, mainly. We're framing it around Christmas past, present and future I'm telling you that now because that narrative is going to come and go throughout the episode, but we hope you enjoy it. We hope you're still in your fantasy playoffs and we hope you have a good Christmas. Should we get it started straight off, Charles Dickens style, mm-hmm. looking at Christmas past, <laughs> the previous week's games. Okay, it's Christmas <laughs> episode. Okay, um, but it's not last Christmas, is it? No, but come on, you know what I'm going for. Can right? I? Uh, since we're on Christmas past, yeah, uh, let's actually give a shout out to a uh, Christmas game past. Do you remember when Alvin Kamara scored like five touchdowns mm-hmm. on Christmas Day? I do, because I, I was playing against him. There's a Christmas past throwback for you. Yeah. Anyway, that was great. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys didn't play this week. Um, <laughs> Cowboys 13, 33 Bills. Let's start there. Sharples, you, you're about to burst, I can see. I, Luke, Luke I, can I just stop you there? It was a, that's a massive lie. You said thirty-three bills. It was thirty-one. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Which makes it miles better reading. Get in.
1: Yes. Um. I, I don't know. Don't know what there is to to say, boys. Really. I mean, you know, uh, it was a good. It was a good spirited effort from our from our cowboys. And obviously, we got some unbelievable weapons on offense. Some really great pieces on defense. It's just. You know, sometimes, sometimes the better teams just come in and beat us. And you know, I think, I think as, as cowboy fans, we have to recognize you know, as much up. as we, as much as we huff and we puff and we blow down the sticks houses and the hay houses. We just, we are just not gonna get over the brick houses. You know, we don't have any any heavy machinery. Um, uh, we, we don't have the, the coaching knowledge to be able to get over there. We've got an insane owner. Um, and you know, we're. But we're, but we're making a bloody good go of it. So are you quite done? On are back. you quite done? I'm. So, are you. I mean, you asked. You asked me my, my <laughs> opinions as a, as a as a as a Cowboys fan. So okay,
0: right. I also said 13 Cowboys. It was 10 Cowboys. So that makes it just as bad as it was. Oh. Worse than it was. <laughs> um, yeah, the Bills absolutely stomped the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, got after Dak, suffocated him defensively, and then on offense he just sort of imposed the will ran all over yeah. it. You know, Josh Allen attempted seven passes. He wasn't very good. <laughs> no, 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 he wasn't. He just, they, did, they didn't need to throw yeah. the ball. <laughs> well, no, like, man. as as this is a fantasy football podcast tonight, we all, we only talk about fantasy football on this podcast, not mm-hmm. real life. So we'll we'll park whatever that real-life football debate was right there uh, and say congratulations if you had James Cook on your fantasy team because you probably won and you were absolutely loving that game. Mm-hmm. True, um, but in terms of yeah, real life, um, embarrassing loss of the Cowboys, they got just totally outplayed. Um, but, but this is this is like it, it just shows right the, the, This isn't anything to the game, but we were, yeah. we were briefly speaking about this sort of stuff just before we started recording how fickle the media is because with Dak Prescott he has one bad game and all of a sudden he drops out of the M V P race. He will you know, if he throws three hundred yards and three touchdowns next week he'll be the front runner again. The Bills, you know, you had all this these stupid analysts on NBC or whatever, it's like, now you can see the Bills have ten percent chance of getting in the playoffs now and now it's all of a sudden, oh, if the Bills win the rest of the games, so the the they've got a home they got the home field advantage and they've won the, the division. It's like just let's just wait until <laughs> yeah. until it's done let's, let's you know I mean I, I will preface I know we do a segment called Worst Team in the League it's called that as a joke like it's called that because you know that that's how so fickle it is like it changes week to week I, this is a bad loss by the Cowboys I don't think this means the Cowboys aren't going to get in the playoffs and aren't going to have a decent playoff run I think they are I think the Cowboys when push comes to shove are still a much better team than the Bills yeah, I mean, shut we, up, without <laughs> they've, they've got they've got the same record of the as the Dolphins, and everyone uh, gushes over the Dolphins all the time. Yeah, um, that's enough about that, though. No yee ha yeah. this week. No yee oh, this week. Let's move on. Um, Broncos seventeen, hmm. Lions forty two. Lions kicking on a bit. You know they they've been wavering a little bit, but they're scoring at will in this game. Um, Again, you know, like the Cowboys, um, another team who seems to play better at home, specifically indoors if you Jared Goff, but yeah, really good win for the Lions. What do you reckon, Al? I was surprised because I thought the Broncos are going in there with a really good defence. The Lions uh, haven't been playing particularly well uh, for a few weeks, uh, and the Broncos were kind of one of the hottest teams in the league. And yeah, they just put it to them. Absolutely, put it to them. Fancy pieces were kind of taking. When the lions, it, they're like the dolphins. When they're on, they're really mm. on and they play really well. You just want to see them on against the Cowboys. Against well, we a, a Bills. So we will, in you know, uh, week exactly. seventeen. But you know, I mean, I want to see them do this against the Ravens. Like they couldn't do. They are completely stomped by the Ravens. Um, so yeah, I mean, when the Lions are playing like this, it's an absolute joy to watch them. Um, So I don't think I'm surprised at all because we've seen these mini kind of ups and downs multiple times for the Lions just in this season alone. So, yeah. But like I said, yeah, I I feel like I was surprised that the the Broncos didn't put up a bit more of a fight. True. Uh, Shapples, I mean, just just touching on a team I'll mention then, I was going to mention this other game in the same breath. Jets Zero. I I didn't mean to bring this up with you, but Jet Zero, Dolphin uh, thirty dolphins. Dolphins, yeah, I'll mention like the Lions. Putting the foot on the accelerator again without Tyreek Hill. I mean, mm-hmm. what do you reckon? It, it, was this the dolphin sort of showing the Jets a little bit of mercy? <laughs> that it was only thirty. Yeah.
1: No, I mean obviously the you know that the, the fantasy gods heard me last week uh, with my uh, have you ever have you ever seen Wally? Yes. Yeah you know there's that small uh little green shoot that grows out from amongst the wasteland and the cubes <laughs> of garbage uh that was my um not fantasy expectations sort of real life real life hopes and dreams for the jets that maybe there was a, a small sign of life there obviously and we know Aaron Rodgers wasn't there but they put up some points against houston i thought maybe we could maybe we could end the season mm. kicking um and uh it was taken away from me um, yeah uh, in in quite a horrible manner, yeah. Uh, jets stink. Yeah, um, correct. Dolphins were good, but on cruise control. Um, I uh, I wasn't following too much on the ESPN app because obviously I had a bye week uh, this week, so I didn't really need to, to follow it. <laughs> uh, but it, it, Tua was got like twelve points, and then by halftime didn't do anything. I'm pretty sure they took him out to give him a rest. Yeah, um, it was it, it shows what happens with the Jets when the defence doesn't turn up to try and save them. Uh, mm. The offence can't do a thing. And I think I think the Dolphins are looking for a little bit of payback um, because I think the Jets actually put up quite a fight against them last time on the defensive front. I remember I had there, I'd accidentally not picked up a defence, so I played the Jets and I got like 13 points. So I think Mike McDaniel probably took that personally, racked up 30, but then you're right. Take out the <clears and> starters, <throat> it's done. It's like it's the it's Homer Simpson beating up the Hamburglar.
0: Stop, he's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... yeah. Well, I mean, this—the uh, week after Zach Wilson's best career game as well. Who'd mm. who'd have thunk it? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's terrible. True. Um, Ravens twenty three seven Jaguars. This one was of like I I did. I mean. Yeah, I, I didn't th- I, I didn't think it would be as much of a this has been coming sure for a sure thing. Yeah. yeah, it has. The, so Jag- the in terms of the ja- the, the Jagu- Jaguars side of the ball, I feel this has been coming for a the while. The Jaguars defense fit into that category of teams that we talk about every week whose defense is a liability. Um mm. they really are. If you look at the look at the numbers, the Jags have, you know, bottom five pass defense, bottom five rush defense, all that sort of stuff. And um yeah, uh and I don't think th- Their offense isn't near as explosive as a Dolphins or a Lions or an Eagles on the day to sort of, um, you know, to sort of balance out those defensive struggles, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you think of the Ravens in this one, Al? Oh, the Ravens are great. The Mm -hmm. Ravens are great. Uh, Lamar Jackson's, as usual, playing really good, kind of um, clean football. I just want to get his numbers up dead quick from this game. Uh, but yeah, he's clean. Super impressive. The defence is elite. Um, the game people involved, you know, I mean, interception there, but he's getting the ball out to players. They're getting the running game going. The, the, I suppose the, the managing games more. If you look at the, the year when um, Lamar first got there and he kind of, well, second year, he kind of took the league by storm. Um, they were one of those teams the Ravens that they were kind of like uh, completely Jekyll and Hyde up and down they were super fun to watch but I bet as a fan you never knew what to expect were well, they just you know what they are they're a good version of the Falcons they just suffocate teams they take control of games but they have the players and the coaching staff to win the games I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop it at that they're a good version of the Falcons the Falcons were a good team um, are we are we on a collision course with a Super Bowl 47 replay um 49ers Ravens do you think rules? Probably, probably uh i wouldn't be surprised i think
1: uh, i think the ravens look better than the than the chiefs certainly um i think the ravens could probably grind it out against the dolphins um mm. uh, ravens bills I s- this, I don't know what is... it is about the Bills, I just, I, I still think in, in a playoff match they're really tough to beat, but certainly uh, the, the Ravens are higher, I think higher. I'm higher on the Ravens than I am the Chiefs, which yeah. again, Mahomes will probably rock up and make me look silly, but uh, you know, I certainly wouldn't be surprised if, if, if that's how it ended up, although I must say at the start of the season I would have been because I still hadn't seen Lamar proper grind out a full season of production yet, and, and to be fair, yeah. not, that's what he's done this year. Um, obviously, it's not quite the the MVP season a few years back where he was just running on everyone. But it's a it's a more mature, um, and he's also displaying the arm that's which is what everyone said. We want you know we know he can run. Can he throw it? Turns out he can. So yeah, now it's exactly can. what I wanted from Lamar this season. It's been really good. Absolutely, I think, but
0: I don't think yeah. they'll regret giving him that money as it stands. No, but it was nice to see Lamar seemingly. Finally, run the ball 97 yes, yards this week. Yeah, uh, but I know what you mean from the in terms of a whole season pitcher, it's nice to see him as a bit more of a versatile versatile quarterback. Um, Jaguars on a free game slide, by the way, Certainly. eight and six. I, know, I Colts, know, same record as the Colts and Texans. Who'd have thought that a month ago? Mm. That's crazy. That AFC South, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean. I just want to touch on what you mentioned Shackles, um about like you know I think you know the Ravens are the sort of the class of the a f c at the minute the forty ers are n f c but I think it's like so open outside of that like who who is gonna be in the conference championship game like aside from let let's say for for let's say it's gonna be the ravens and the forty ers like who are they playing in the conference championship games
1: I mean, I think despite the Eagles' recent woes, I think the Eagles will be there. And as much as I like to uh, poke fun, I think the Cowboys will be there in the NFC. I think that's still the three-headed monster um, in the NFC. And Mm. then, yeah, AFC, yeah, I I believe in the Dolphins. I think the Ravens will be there. And then I think Bill's Chiefs. I think it's going to be some... Those those are the teams. Where if it's anyone outside of those teams, it would be a surprise for me. But to tell you exactly who it'll be, I just can't because mm. it seems like you know a team will put a run together and then like we've seen with the Eagles, I mean just just completely lay an egg. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one.
0: Yeah, well, speaking of the Eagles, Eagles 17, 20 Seahawks on Monday Night Football. Uh, Drew Lockett quarterback as well for the Seahawks. Even though like there was a bunch of these posts on like ESPN and NFL, like he's active. Uh, Gino Smith is active <laughs> and he didn't play um, didn't need him uh, do you know that um, I think it's um, the seventh game the seventh Monday night football game in a row now that the underdog has won I saw that yeah. and, uh, and the Ravens are currently underdogs against the 49ers <sighs> that'd still what be a turn for the Bucks <laughs> that's uh, in San Francisco Um <sighs> But yeah Boxing day what, What's going on with the Eagles Al? We'll have to catch that one 1am uh, 1 in a pub Lads Boxing day Oh no it's 1am Christmas day 1am Christmas I'm day thinking, uh, Yeah, I am going to say I don't think Horwich shows the NFL anyway <laughs> At 1 in the morning We could get it on <laughs> uh, What was the question sorry? what What's going on with the Eagles? Complacency Okay. Maybe. It's it's a weird season in which you woke up and you saw that the Seahawks had won and it was like, oh, that's not even the weirdest notification I've i I've woke up to, um wakened it up to um this this kind of um game week. Like yeah, by yeah. far yeah, not the yeah. weirdest. Um so not that surprising. <clears throat> I think it's just complacency, yeah. This idea that um the all season they've been grinding out these wins um they've been grinding out these wins that maybe they should have lost and like kind of the the, the, the decks just come kind of crumbling down now after they they just kinda of get shown up by the by the nine. Yeah, and I, I you know what I <clears throat> I was this for some reason this is the first time throughout this this Eagles sort of like bad patch that I thought maybe they're missing the the coordinators who are both you know, um certainly styking at the Colts, they've got yep. some of him Just there. But even Jonathan Gannon, like like we always say every week, the, the Cardinals play people pretty hard. And they I do. think yeah. I think they're gonna be a good team if they get if they have a good draft and get the right pieces. Maybe Philadelphia are missing those two guys. Yeah. Like they've both shown that they're capable uh, coaches for now. Um I think he's Matt Patricia the defensive coordinator? The Eagles, like, yeah, I mean, uh, maybe it's as simple as that, but I uh, there's something afoot.
1: I mean, what did what did they, did they start the season?
0: They were really great, eight and 8 and oh, eight I think and it was one? something like seven and oh, eight and oh, something like that. And they, just... you know, the 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 Eagles were 10 and one, 10 and one,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so it's, I don't know, the the. The the dropping off at the at the worst time to drop off really, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the Jenga tower has fallen. It has. That's <laughs> the analogy that I meant to use. The kind of pulling out pieces and starting from last season, and then as you go further and further up, with yeah. these wins are getting more and more kind of uh, tight, and the performances are worse. But they're still grinding out wins, and then uh, yeah, the Niners just completely knocked them for six. I think. Mm. And Nick Sirianni, it couldn't be happening to a a humbler head coach (laughs) in the league. That guy's a clone. Did you not see (laughs) him cry? Did you not see him cry, though? Great head coach, obviously, but a bit of a clone. Um, Elsewhere in the league, Chargers 21, 63 Raiders. Oh, God. There we go. That was was the most surprising um, one of of the weekend. Because it's like, how do you go from scoring nothing... To scoring sixty-three in four days—it's—it's it's the volatility that comes with playing a bad team and being in limbo as a as a put that in terms yeah. of who you head coaches. Like, yeah, it gives. Like I think you were mentioning it last week, Al, or, or maybe we were talking about it in, in private, but like about how sometimes sort of good. T- I think you you were actually talking about Man City. You were yeah. talking about Man City and about how Pep Guardiola. Whittles the game down so that there's all like. There's no chaos or unpredictability in in, in the game because, you know, Manchester City and Guardiola teams have this structure and this format and almost this rehearsal that they play against. So as soon as they get the ball back, they move into position and we're eliminating all chaos from the game of football, which is completely chaotic and unpredictable from second to second. But that's what I suppose Guardiola tries to do at least yeah yeah mm. so when you have a team like the Raiders who who obviously the interim head coach is doing a, doing an alright job but that's an interim head coach you know so the games can can go this way but yeah wasn't Brand Staley a defensive coach before he went to the Chargers he ain't
1: anymore he ain't anymore uh, Offensive um, coach, you like to mess around at the most inappropriate times on yeah. offense. So, listen, I mean, that what you will. what's yeah, that yeah. guy's record on
0: fourth and, and down? Uh, fourth <laughs> Can't down, be good. fourth and one. I'm pretty bad. sure it went wrong every time last probably year. Probably very bad. Um, yes, well, I knew it. I texted saying that he's not going to survive the weekend. There's yeah. no way he's going to survive the weekend. Um, and he didn't, obviously, we'll touch on that a little bit in news, but he didn't. Um, yeah, Brian Stirley's gone we we've, we've we said this last year, I think. Um, twenty four and twenty four was his overall record with that could yeah, like twelve and twelve last year with yeah. that quarterback, with those weapons on offense, with mm-hmm. undeniably very talented players on defense. That record is atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the thing is, it's only going to get worse for them. I can't remember the exact
1: number, but I'm pretty sure that about fifty percent of their salary is taken up by. Five guys, so Herbert, Bowser, Khalil Mack, Keenan Allen. Don't think mm-hmm. they've paid Austin Eckley yet, someone else. So. I was going to say,
0: do they have a partnership with a burger franchise? Always, yeah.
1: a, always a smart way to build a team.
0: Very yeah. smart, very, very whoever, smart. Whoever
1: takes the, well, I, I guess the GM job, really. I think it's a bit of a poison chalice. But hey, lovely stadium.
0: Oh yeah, certainly. Uh, elsewhere in the league, Buccaneers were great win at Lambeau Field. Rams looking really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think those two teams are going to be dangerous in the playoffs. Browns still trucking on. Kevin Stefanski, coach of the year. Keep you on know, one he's won with four different starting quarterbacks. Cubes. That is uh, fantastic coaching. Really, uh, Falcons are bad. Steelers are also bad. Oh. No, again, this is a bit. We're, of not, a, we're not. We're not going to talk about it, are we? This is a bit of a misleading stat. I, I'm, I'm talking about the Falcons. We're not going to talk. About no, it no, here, no, no, we. no, 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 no. Because there are pretty heavy fantasy, fantasy implications for what a certain Mister FedEx Junior did at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about it for a second? Go on. Go on. Eight opportunities for Bijan Robinson. Not point whatever who curs fantasy points. What he did that on purpose. He <sighs> must have done that on purpose. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Probably. Because they lost against the worst team in the in the NFL as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's absurd. Yeah, felt, do you, do yeah. you
1: reckon when you know when he when Bijon probably first turned up to training camp, he saw um he saw Kyle Pitts? And it was like the scene in Get Out, you know, when he takes the photo yeah. of and he's like, "Get out!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that. yeah it's, if oh, yeah. not, I mean, oh yeah. god, what's going on there? What's going so. on? It's just a black hole for talent. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah.
0: Uh, all these, yeah, f- just wasting first round picks. Yeah, completely wasting them. Um, yeah, Steelers are also bad. This is a bit of a misleading stat, but since firing Matt Canada, they are one and three. And averaging two points per game less, uh, that's an asterisk though. They they do have the Avad Trubisky in oh. and backup quarterback. So that's, all. Like that's it's not not as not uh, It's like not as, fun. Bigger, it's yeah, not as that, fun a stat yeah, yeah. when it when you know, I I, I didn't see that, that stat getting thrown around social media and I was like, oh that's class. And then when you remember who's been at quarterback, until yeah, it's like, like okay, I've of a part of that. Yeah. And um yeah. and just one word is, is you know is there a more nothing team in the league than the Saints? No. Nah. I've been saying this for ages. Mm. Saints are nothing. Worst team in the league then? Um, Al? The Falcons. The Falcons. Because they're the worst team to watch. They're often the worst team to have fantasy football pieces in. And they just lost against the worst team in the league in the Panthers. So, uh, Falcons. Nice. Shapples? Uh Cowboys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Uh, jets.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I was a bit conflicted this week. I I put Chargers' defence, Falcons' offence, but yeah, it's the Jets. Plus my rule um, being that if you score zero points, you're the default worst team. Um, Side note on the Jets, now out of playoff contention. So give me a good reason why Aaron Rodgers should step on the field this season. Because if he does, it is purely ego. Because yeah, there's there's no, no. there is no reason for him to come out and risk re-injury. If he if he comes out, it is it's purely his I've, ego I've doing got one, that. I've got one. Go on, vibes. <laughs> no, That's true. it's true. I, 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 you could you could be like, oh yeah, Super trying to get vibes. trying to get a rapport with the team, this that, and the other. Not if you've tore your Achilles the same <laughs> season. Fair,
1: I think I saw him backpedaling on his latest Pat McAfee appearance and saying oh, really? something about difference between being
0: healthy and being 100%. Right, clear. I thought you meant they showed a video of him like running backwards. I to be like, yeah. to be like <laughs> see? No, no I, yeah, no, I thought you meant he was, was pedalling backwards on a bike. Yeah. Like, look at me. Look at no, this no, Achilles it was, go. Yeah. It was lots
1: of videos of him standing
0: on his toes going, look at that, yeah. see? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not buying it with Al. Um, oh, I'm going to go. I wanted to go a bit different with these this week. I'm going to go the Dolphins. Whoa. because they beat another awful team they've got the record True. the record is up there with the best teams in football and i don't believe that they can compete with a 49ers a ravens um so i'm gonna go Dolphins, because yeah i feel like a 30 to nothing win that puts you 10 and four um you're thinking this is a super Bowl caliber team and i personally just don't think they are Okay. No, interesting take on it. Yeah. Wrong, but interesting. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sharples.
1: Well, I kind of felt like you two might think this one was shooting fish in the barrel, although obviously, you know, Lou is flying the flag for um, alienating our fan base. But I just had to remind people that um, the Panthers stink and
0: the Panthers uh, are... I'm Stinky not smelly, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. I that that's the correct answer. I know. think oh, it's the official UK Panthers <laughs> podcast. We <with>, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't put that though. I put the Raiders, which I know it's they Raiders. scored sixty three points, but they scored zero points last week. So mm-hmm. as a for all the reasons I mentioned before, it's a team in flux. Uh, anything can happen, it. especially when you when you're against the Chargers. Uh, impressive victory, Al Buccaneers Buccaneers Thought that was a really impressive win Real grind out uh, win for the Buccaneers Who are on a bit of a trajectory to the playoffs To be honest with you uh, Mayfield's playing really well He's got some stud weapons um, And the Packers Not the easiest team not the, Especially to go into Lambeau as well and beat them I I just thought that was a super impressive win Sharples. Bills, shut you two up I also put the Bills. Uh, yeah, really good. Let's move on, though. Plays of the week. Let's start with the nice list. Yeah? Very good. Very good. Thank good stuff, good stuff. Quarterback, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, Aidan O'Connell, Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurts. I was surprised when I saw Hurts on that list. Two CDs, though. Two yeah. R- two two rushing t- touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. This is why um, I would be... Hesitant to play my beautiful DeAndre Swift in the fantasy playoffs uh, because he got a bit burned last night. A little bit. A wee bit. Uh, running back, Christian McCaffrey. CMC. I've got another three-letter abbreviation for Christian McCaffrey. MVP. CMC MVP has got a good ring to it. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Uh, DMV. DMV. DVD. RVD. DVD because he uh, v, Rob Van Dam. Okay, yeah, I was talking about because he's he's a he's a movie is what people say. <laughs> he's a movie. Who who says that?
1: Who, who, yeah, who said that?
0: Me. Oh, Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. He's a movie. That's why yeah. it's rubbish. It's a whatever. Uh, James Cook, Jameer Gibbs, yeah, Ty Chandler, oh, and Karen, Gaz. Quick shout out to our brother because he's an idiot and played Javante Williams over Ty Chandler in the league. <laughs> I no, I, I spoke about this and to him, and it's like I I would have also definitely um played Javante Williams out of those two and would Were have been you're wrong. Both idiots. Mm. That's my point because I've got hindsight. That is my point. Because I've, I've got, got hindsight. The yeah. I've got hindsight, and I'm a genius. Yeah. <laughs> Wide well, receiver uh, Addison Waddle, McLaurin, Godwin Cup. <laughs> It's weird that, like, when the commanders play objectively bad, like they have been competitive in games this season, but in a game where they did play objectively bad and the scoreline makes it look closer than that game actually was, that's the game that they actually have like a relevant fantasy piece. Well, if you, I mean, if you call it the game, like a lot of those McLaurin points came in mm. the uh, in in the second half. Uh, fourth quarter sorry Sam had been taken out of the game because it was sort of out of reach and Jacoby Brissett Jacob came in, e, yes, and line. he started sort of slinging it like he he went like 6 of 6 or 7 of 7 8 for 10, uh, 1, 2, 4 yeah, two TDs literally he started <laughs> slinging it he, he sort of almost no joke got him back in the game really and it was only because they needed a an onside kick but yeah Jacoby e. uh, really loving it alright stuff there um I mean, reading that list as well. That's like we're back to you know, twenty twenty. Yeah, McLaurin Godwin Cup. Whoa. I have
1: to, I have to say, um, since well, since I started playing fantasy, I don't know about you boys, but has there been any more of an enigma than Terry McLaurin? Like every no. every year going into draft, it's like, oh, this is the year. Oh, he's a steal this year. Yeah, the... and I know he's a good player. <laughs> It's just like when am I actually going to see it on a consistent basis it's, and it's getting to the point now he must be pushing
0: 30 or getting towards it it's like will yeah. we ever see I bet he's like 26 27 because he did Oh come is it into okay the, fair he enough He did come enough. into the league young and yeah. he has kind of been the guy in Washington since like his second game in the league Yeah and like he, McLaurin was always the guy who like you wanted him to have a better quarterback really yeah. like yeah. He, he always got it done with with poor quarterbacks um obviously sam howell we spoke about how like how he doesn't he have a fantasy relevant wide receiver when uh he throws so many yards but that's mm. that's the enigma this year tight end sam laporter again the new best tight end in football mm-hmm. david and joku another really nice week trey mcbride hunter henry isaiah lightly um some really like nice names here in terms of like the, the fantasy stars of the future. Speaking mm. of Christmas future <laughs> McBride, <laughs> Laporta, Addison, Gibbs, Cook, Purdy, O'Connell. <laughs> uh, any 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 performances stand out to you guys this week, Sharples? Uh I had CMC
1: on my roster, so I
0: can't look past forty one point seven points amazing performance yeah yeah yeah. um i thought it was nice to see the wide receiver twos um kind of showing up in the fantasy playoffs that being addison and waddle and t higgins um not so much devonta smith chris you're highlighting chris godwin there as well i completely forgot i'm talking about do you know those kind of the three wide receiver twos the three twos Uh, The Waddle, Higgins, Smith at the start of the year that got drafted really high. Uh, Waddle, good game, albeit no hill. Uh, Higgins, good game. Chase got banged up, could miss a few games. T Higgins could be in play. Uh, And Jordan Addison looking like you can play him even with um, Jefferson there. So yeah, I kind of like seeing that depth at at wide receiver. But of course, yeah, nice game from Chris Godwin. Mm -hmm. Um, If you look through Chris Godwin's stats this year, not been pretty at all it's really not been pretty so it's nice no. to see him kind of kicking on yeah absolutely uh, another wide receiver two had a great game Cooper Cup as well <laughs> <laughs> Puka Nakua's team Oof, that's blasphemy <laughs> uh, the naughty list oh <laughs> no. no Dak Prescott <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Saquon Barkley oh. uh, Stefan Diggs now again this is this is another misleading thing but I think it's quite funny bad, um, yeah. you know since uh, Trayvon Diggs sort of chirped up in defence of his brother yeah. you know you know um, guess what wide receiver rank Stefan Diggs is since the, since like the following week well I can see it so I won't guess uh, I mean it has to be bad
1: or else you wouldn't be saying it I've uh, <laughs> 24. 43. Wow. Wow. Uh, but, <laughs> I, I, like I said, that
0: is misleading. His target shirt is still ridiculous and off the charts. He's just sort of not been on the same page as Josh Allen, which. So, you know, no, that, which that's could even be. worse then. That, In, so, that so, is, so you're telling me he's getting the same passes, he's just not catching them? Right? That is worse, to be fair, yeah. No, I mean, they have been, you know, like we saw this last week, they were running it all over the place and stuff like that. But, but yeah, interesting. Um, mm. Trayvon hasn't really done his brother. A solid there. Yeah. Bijan Robinson, awful week, we know. Uh again, I feel a lot of sympathy for Bijan Robinson because you can see the talent. Um mm-hmm. Tony Pollard, Brandon Ayuk, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, uh them guys sort of had like had like a good game, bad game, good game, bad game, really. Uh Derek Henry had a stinker. Yeah. An absolute stinker. Um wow yeah i mean deandre hopkins travis kelsey no travis kelsey as well that mm. we were texting about this as it happened there was a few very un-kelsey like plays um there was one in the end zone mahomes screwed up and it was a contested catch and uh he he just sort of he can tell that there's a defender coming to you know mm. smash him in the face and he sort of you know he flinches a bit right. and then doesn't catch it. It was like, oh Travis Kelsey would catch but that and take the but hit but on I don't there. I don't I don't get it though. I don't get what what's different about this year <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then uh, and then there was another player as well um a, literally a couple of plays later, similar um it's thrown to him in the end zone and instead of actually going up for the contested catch this time, he just flops and doesn't even try uh contesting the ball. W- w- weird stuff. Um Zay Flowers Yeah, wow. <sighs> Sorry. Um and Coderis Tony.
1: Coderis Tony,
0: Tony should be treated like he treats any pass from Patrick Mahomes. Drop him. Drop him. Yeah. Drop him out of the team. That guy is uh yeah i at this point in his career, which is a short career granted, but the guy's mistakes far outweigh yeah. his his sort of uh, potential. Yeah. Really, we haven't really seen the potential. We have seen a lot of mistakes. Mm. Uh, and I just said, uh, just on Travis Kelsey, I think it's time to start asking: uh, Is it over now? That's a Taylor Swift song. I just googled it. If it uh, is, it'll be a cruel summer next summer. You're losing me, <laughs> mate. Uh, are these all Taylor Swift songs? He's a bit of an anti-hero at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the man anymore. So and I think old. he knows. Okay. If you've got any Taylor Swift fans listening, they'll love that. I'm going to say, I, I'm not the target audience for this one. but. No. No. I was reading from Spotify. Um, oh, okay. It was on the fly. I know it might have seemed rehearsed, but it was on the yeah. fly, that. i oh, yeah. delivered it so well. Thank you. Um... <laughs> heading to the booth Brandon still is on his way he's on his way No was going to give that guy a job <laughs> the... <laughs> why would you give him a job up there yeah true but um, how did they'd ask him like what did the defence do on that play or what and he'd just keep going stop asking that question <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he was here in the room uh, but how did our picks perform, <clears throat> Al? Uh, I will preface, Pretty this bad. this was one of those weeks where I was joking. I was joking for three of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was also joking for three of them. <coughs> um, you weren't joking on um, Browning. Browning. Is his first name Jake? Jake Browning. Jake Browning. 18.96 fantasy points. Um, I'm not going to be one of these guys that, said, that says, like, uh, the Bengals haven't missed a beat. Joe Burrow's better than Jake Browning, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. but Jake Browning with those weapons, with that offense, you know, he, he's going to be in position to and, score uh, fantasy uh, points every uh, week. I will throw it out there. Like I said, I mean, not necessarily <laughs> the yards after catch argument that I made, but I did say it would be on Higgins' chase to make the plays. <clears throat> did we see the Higgins play? He made that play. so sort of Browning just threw it up. Higgins, Higgins made that play. Sort of caught it. showed strength, reached over, yeah. got the touch. Same. Yeah. Um, Swift nine point five for you. Miss. Uh, yeah. Frying move at tight end was also a miss. Let me just flick over to mine dead quick. Stafford got similar points uh, to your quarter, like 18, but obviously higher projection. So uh, it was just a nice game, but not a hit. Same with Warren, 11.8. And uh, took <clears> a craft come through. Good pick. Yes, lad. Um, get on the craft raft. Mm. Um, 15.7. And then Sharps, me and Lou. Battled it out at the wide receiver position, as you know. We picked the two uh, Ravens wide receivers. It was a real slugfest. Um, Flowers with 17 and Odell with 24. Oh, I think I've missed a decimal place in both of those. <laughs> yeah, I did win, but Odell Beckham got 2.4, no, whereas Zay 2.4 Flowers got 1.7. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that's not be much better, but yeah. Uh, be better.
0: That was I, 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 was putting these into the spreadsheet, and I did mine um, on Monday, and I put oh god, Odell, yeah. and then I didn't bother looking at lose, and I'm like, well, I've lo- well, I lost that one, didn't I? This <laughs> afternoon, I come around to put lose in, and I'm like, no way, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, John Love seventeen point four six. You'll take it. It was okay. Montgomery as well, 10.2. Fine game, as was Tyler Conklin, 5.8. But then Tyler Lockett, uh, just 5.1 in that game. Chapels is, it, it, in fairness to you, mate, it's, it's your, your first time uh, not picking John Love on kind of an absolute heater of a week. So, um, yeah, and, and Tyler Lockett, we know how volatile he is. So uh, we regroup, we go again. Yeah, that was a little... Again early April Fools. I think Over I picked the only <clears throat> Detroit Lions player who wasn't a hit, by the way. Very yeah. annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just goes to show that Montgomery, though, he's, he has got a nice floor. Yeah. He has got a nice floor. Just, you know, if we're bringing it back to start sit decisions this week. It's marbled. It's marbled. Nice tiles. If we're bringing it back to start sit decisions for listeners this week, and you need that floor, you know David Montgomery's got it there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's reach into our stocking, though, and, and pick out a lump of coal. These are the lumps of coal. It's the injuries. Starting oh, out... <laughs> starting out with Keaton Mitchell, breakout rookie running back for the Ravens. He tore his ACL against oh, the Jags. This no, season's no, over. Um, is it this is this, is this is getting really boring, by the yeah. way. I texted you to this. It's getting really boring, all these fantasy relevant players and good players getting injured. It's like there's no one to play on your fantasy no, teams. This no, is no, no. ridiculous at this point. I can't I only, I know we probably say this every single season, but I genuinely can't remember a season with this many notable long term injuries to well, relevant I mean, it's players. Like, it's like our our older brother made a pretty astute um observation the other day. I know I'm as surprised as you um <laughs> he said these backup quarterbacks are getting people hurt and that was directly after the Pittman hit, but you know you had Jefferson uh, last week taking the huge hit, Chase took a hit these backup quarterbacks are getting people hurt and if if they're going to change the rules anywhere it's going to be the quarterbacks I know this had nothing to do with a quarterback, but you know uh, you can only solve one problem at a time I suppose Um, but yeah, Keaton Mitchell annoying, guy who has a lot of juice he did um i mean again so he, he's going to be dealing with that injury um <sighs> pitman got up for his brother I not lose just looking over Pittman's stuff now um he got up he must be a really tough dude cuz he got up uh, he got like kind of crunched in midair the guy um the 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 um that uh, he, yeah. he took the hit from been being uh, suspended for the rest of the season and rightly so. Mm. Yeah, mm. Um, obviously keep an eye on Pittman this week though. Um, elsewhere, Jamar Chase left the Bengals Vikings game early with a shoulder injury. He's considered day to day. Packers rookie wide receiver Jaden Reed also left the game with a toe injury. Hollywood Brown left the Cardinals game early with a heel injury. A bit of a lost season for Hollywood Brown, really. Um, And Zach Wilson did suffer a concussion. He wasn't benched like everybody um, assumed. And why wouldn't you assume that? So, yeah, the quarterback carousel continues. And a little bit of news. This is really stupid and irrelevant, but it had to be put in here. Mason Rudolph named the Steelers starting quarterback for Week 16. Um, after the you know rolling with Mitch Trubisky, they're going to try Rudolph. Pickett is still out, so yeah.
1: I mean, listen, uh, just it- on that, I mean, <coughs> all the other reindeers when Rudolph first came in weren't happy with him. But obviously, oh
0: my God! You know, oh, he did a he did have a shiny He did read the same
1: yeah, in the Meyer, so maybe Mason can do the same. I'm but amazed that, you didn't pick up on that scene as you've been looking for Christmas puns. I know, <laughs> I yeah. I'm I, I, <laughs> thinking, man, like,
0: why didn't I pick up that? That is amazing. <laughs> that is not a stupid bit of news. That is fant- that is the most <laughs> well timed bit of news we've ever had on no, this it's, on it's, this show. But it's like Tomlin said, we're not scoring enough points. So you, so you put Mason real thing. That's like saying. Um, oh, okay, so you had a, a very reliable car, which was Kenny Pickett at the start of the season. That breaks down. You have to get a pretty old car, and it means that you're not... It, the car's so old and slow that it's getting you to work late, and, and you're saying, right, I'm not getting to work um, in time. We need to sort it out. And then the the equivalent of this is just then not setting your alarm in the morning, and nice. not waking up or going That's to nice. work at all. Yeah.
1: Because it's like, we need to
0: score more points so we'll put Mason Rudolph in. Is that yep. like He's been So yeah, Mason Rudolph's in. He's been invited to the Reindeer Games. Yeah. I just hope that um, Miles Garrett hasn't got anything to do with those Reindeer Games. <laughs> I mean, There'll
1: be no old spad. Considering he no, got that bad. big ban, I bet he wishes that he'd have just made some clean connection and just really knocked his head off his shoulders. He did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was all right. It wasn't. It wasn't he, he, nice met, as, uh... he got
0: a clean connection. I'm yeah. telling you, it's more about what's up there, or rather, not up there for me. Rudolph, I <laughs> would say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on though, as it's the Christmas period, we did this, we did this last year. Going to do it again. Secret Santa, lads. I've compiled um, some information on on four players. Are a you going to read your joke out? Deck the Holes. <laughs> <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> he was skip past his joke. I don't, I, to, I don't want us to miss this. It, it's not a joke. It's, I, I I I wrote down in my in my notes. I wrote down Deck the Holes in reference to Sam Howell about a month and a half ago in the hope <laughs> that I could relate it to something in this episode, and I haven't been able to. So uh, yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> take yeah, the okay. I'll, I won't look at the screen. Uh, the the play names aren't on there, mate. Okay. Memorized. Uh, yeah, a wide receiver, running back, quarterback, and a tight end. Uh, mm-hmm. Secret Santa. So the idea is uh, this is th- these are your Secret Santa, you've got to guess who it is. So, first off, a wide receiver from the AFC, lads, right? Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. he loves the festive period so much uh, that he's, he's really kicked on. In, been imbued with the spirit of the holidays you you could say so much so that since Thanksgiving in week 11 he's led the league with 36 receptions averaged ni- uh, 17.9 fantasy points per game and he's ranked as the wide receiver 5 over that span who do you think this is? Who's Ooh. the secret centre here? Mm. I'll give you both one guess remember it's a podcast so think out loud <laughs> um <laughs> <clears throat> I know some, I know a player that's been getting a million targets, but I don't know whether he's. Um, I don't, oh, I've got a few names rattling around. Can I can I say the names out loud that I'm rattling around, and I'll pick one. Don't tell me they're right or wrong. I'm thinking Hopkins, <laughs> Jacoby Myers, uh, T. Higgins. I'm gonna go, and I think they're all wrong, but I'm gonna go Jacoby Myers. Alex is going Jacoby Myers. Sharpers, who do you think is the first <laughs> secret center? Um, you did say AFC, didn't you? I said AFC.
1: Um, I think, just because I've seen his name a lot recently, um, I'm going to say Rashi Rice of the Chiefs. Oh, it is, isn't it?
0: Sherpels is correct. The first hey. secret center is Rashi Rice. Uh, yeah, since Thanksgiving, wide receiver five, leading the league in receptions. He's, he's coming on, honestly, he really is. Well done, Sherpels. Yeah, Point for you. you. He's, he's, he's just past egg fried and he's catching sticky <laughs> up real fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Secret Santa number two. My voice cracked then. Okay. Secret Santa number two. He's <clears throat> a running back from the NFC <clears throat> and this Christmas <throat> over the course of the season is joint fourth in, uh, with all running backs, wide receivers and tight ends with touchdowns scored. He's fourth in rushing yards and eighth in total fantasy points scored in terms of running backs. Who do you think this is? Eighth in fantasy points scored running backs, fourth across running backs, wide receiver and tight ends in total touchdowns. It's a pretty generous secret centre, this one, really.
1: Um, um, I know
0: he was – because
1: he, he missed a few weeks
0: – And
1: he was in the top 10, and I think he's had a couple of good performances. NFC, I think it might be
0: Karen, Karen Williams. I think Karen has scored. I was thinking Karen and Rashad White, but I'm sure they are both... Mm. um, They are both... Do you you say anywhere what running back rank they are? Yeah, eighth. I'm sure both Karen and um, Rashad White are, are... are higher than that, even I think, e- <clears throat> I think White what? is. I thought that Karen would be higher
1: if not injured, but yeah, is this is uh, Kyron
0: Williams you're talking about. Yeah, we're, sorry, talking, we're saying sorry, Karen. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, Williams. I just feel like I, I mean, the point here would be that he missed so much time and he came back and he's still like this in all these categories, and, I suppose. And he seems to get multiple touchdowns most games, that's why, <clears> I mean, but um. I'm just going to think for one more second. One, think done. Come on. Um, and I think Alvin. K- right, I'm going to go Karen as well. Then actually, because I was also I was thinking of Alvin Kamara, but I actually think Alvin Kamara and Rashid and Rashad White are above Karen, so I'm going to go Karen as well. It's Karen Williams. <coughs> yeah, second in points per game in terms of running backs, twenty point nine. Yeah, hmm. I, absolutely right. Al. The fact that he is you know, still fourth among those skill position players in touchdowns scored, fourth in rushing yards. The guy missed a month. Yeah. Crazy. Mm. Really, really good. Moving on, Secret Santa number three is a quarterback. I'm not going to specify what conference. A quarterback oh who, since week eight, so over the second half of the season, has thrown 16 touchdowns with just four interceptions, on the way to averaging 18.2 fantasy points per game, the quarterback six since the midway point of the season. This, this has got Matthew Stafford written all over it for me, Chapels. I don't know about you. Um,
1: the name that immediately came to my head was Purdy, but I do like Stafford. I'm going to go Stafford. I'm going to say Purdy, first thing that came to me.
0: It's Baker Mayfield. Whoa! Okay. Okay. Yeah, Baker Mayfield has been a very good quarterback in real life and for fantasy football for half of the season now. Mm. Um, Yeah, you're you're loving that. I'm loving that. Your best mate. (laughs) My best mate. He's going to be, you know, an even better mate in a little bit because I'm going to talk about him in a little bit. The last secret center that we have. It's a tight end. So like last year's tight end, it was Mark Andrews, you know. Um, this Secret center. he knows how stingy the tight end position can be. So they've given you the best that they can offer, really, which is 11 points per game since week eight. So again, the second half of the season, 11 points per game, which has ranked them as the tight end nine. Who do we think this this tight end uh, Secret center is? Well, I know that... Njoku has been making waves recently, as has Trey McBride. He's yeah. been going off in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I feel like they might be um I feel like Njoku might be higher than that, but it could definitely be McBride. Obviously likely has been playing really well also, but um Not enough not games. In, yeah, not enough games. Like I mean, I'm leaning I'm leaning Trey McBride, and if it would be Trey McBride, then that points per game is just going to go up with how <clears> comfortable he's <throat> getting with Murray. Um, yeah. Let me just have a think.
1: I think so. He's tight end nine on the year. Tight no,
0: end t- nine since week oh, eight. So halfway, halfway, halfway through. I think
1: McBride would be higher than tight end nine since week eight because he seems to have put up a few. 20 Yeah, I agree, points.
0: I agree. I agree. I agree. So I'm. Um. um Come hmm. at. It's gonna be someone random, isn't it? It's gonna be someone crap.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think who's come good. Has Kyle Pitts suddenly come good, and I've not realised it? He can't. No, 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 no. no, no. Definitely um, not. Can't be Waller. Evan Engram Engram <laughs> should be
0: higher than that. Higher than
1: that. He's am I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna team.
0: give you a time limit on this, lads. Okay. Let me just think for all the teams in the whole league. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, give me an answer in 10 seconds. Okay. Listeners are counting at home. Uh, I'm taking Komet. I'm taking Komet. Oh, goodness me. I'll take Dalton Schultz. I love... Now, this couldn't have worked out more perfectly, really, because I love how you were both... Thinking about this as a positive thing, I wrote this as a very, oh, as a very negative thing. It's not Kelsey. <laughs> this is Travis Kelsey. Because <laughs> we're thinking 11 points per game is pretty juicy at the time. Yeah, I mean. and, 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 and then when you when you say it was Travis Kelsey, you're all of a sudden like, that is awful. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The end ta- nine over the second half of the Wowsers. season, Travis Kelsey. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't think outside of the That worked out incredibly up. well, though, yeah. for the segment. Thank you very much. but uh, let's let's move on to Christmas present no it'll be Christmas future no I've got Christmas future in a bit when Shepel talks about the games but we're talking about the games as well (laughs) injuries would have been Christmas present yeah no that's the lumps of coal come on okay moving on alrighty room ho 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 um, we'll start off looking forward to week, is it, am I right, is it week 15 that we're looking forward to? Oh, we're looking forward to week 16. Week we're 16, looking forward yeah. to week 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's unbelievable. I can't, can't quite believe it myself. Um, and neither can our friend over here. We should really get a, a, a kind of Christmassy, forget about it going, but, um, we're going to start looking forward to the fantasy week ahead, the Christmas fantasy week with I oh, will forget about it of course. Forget about it. Players who are locked into your lineup. They're gonna be very good this week. Hundred percent endorsement from all of us on all of these players. At the quarterback position Hertz, Allen, Lamar, Prescott, Purdy and Mahomes. Forget
1: about it
0: Running back. McCaffrey, Karen, James Cook, Etienne, Kamara, Mostert, Mixon, Gibbs, Forget about it. Wide receiver Tyreek plays. Lamb, Jefferson, AJ Brown, Debo, Amanra, Allen, Diggs, Kope Nakua. I've got Chase and Pittman here as well, uh, but just monitor the uh, availability. Forget about it. And tight end Hawkinson, Laporta, <laughs> Kittle, and Joku McBride. And I suppose if you want eleven points, you can put Kelsey in there. <laughs> Forget about it. Cheers to Tommy DeVito's agent. Cheers to Tommy DeVito's agent. Have a good Christmas, right there. So those of you forget about it. So those are the guys that you're not changing whatsoever uh, into our Christmas tree of projection beaters. Though players who that's we right. think are going to outscore your uh, ESPN fantasy projection by four or more. What's the f- what? What's what do they have four of in that Christmas song? Turtle doves. French, Duns. Hens. French oh, no. Hens. No, no, that's three. Four calling birds. Four call- players that are going to outscore your ESPN Fantasy Projection by four or more calling birds. Hmm. <coughs> we start with the running back, Al. The Christmas tree lights. As we... The, anal- <laughs> the analogy that we... <laughs> the analogy that we uh, All agreed on. That we, <laughs> the analogy that we did last year. The Christmas tree of projection beaters starts with the running back. The Christmas tree lights. is a nice base. Sometimes an offence can get... Can get by... If this part of the tree is exceptional, What <laughs> earth are you talking about? It's a Christmas tree of projection beaters, right? Didn't so we we'll start talk off with about the run- last year. So I, I did, did this Chappels, last year. Chapels, that- just listen. <laughs> I don't know if you're a president. Just listen up, mate. The we're the gonna start members. off with the running backs, the tree yes. lights, a nice base. <laughs> You keep sometimes not like, see a connection. What, what can't you get in your head about the running backs being the sure, Christmas tree surely lights? The
1: base of the tree is the stump. Like, no, a like, nice.
0: Oh, shh, whatever. He means like a base layer. Yeah. A base of decorations. Base. Yes, yes. Correct. Because okay. it, it's, so it's, it's just a tree, isn't it? So, so do you want to go first, Luna? Are you talking? Yeah, I'm going to go James Conner projected 13.6 points. James Conner. Arizona running back hit a bit of a slump in the middle of the season obviously he missed four games as well on injured reserve but start the season hot looks like he's going to bookmark the season finishing in great form as well in Arizona's past two games he's accumulated 194 scrimmage yards and three touchdowns uh, and that was against the Steelers and the 49ers so not the easiest matchups either uh, and on the season he's been fairly match up proof as well. Um, you know, either through just impressive play against difficult defenses or sheer volume. He's been averaging sixteen touches a game on the season. So that bodes well for Connor this week as he plays one of the more surprisingly stout Rush defenses in the league in Chicago—they're giving up very few rushing yards on the season, but they have allowed plenty of fantasy points to the position in the form of rushing touchdowns and receiving work. So, I think you know Arizona's commitment to getting Connor involved, no matter the game script or the matchup, will result result in fantasy success once again for James Connor. I'm going to go running back for the Atlanta Falcons, Bijan Robinson. Wow. Rejected 14.4 calling <laughs> tur- tur- turtle <laughs> hens versus Indianapolis. Okay, I get it. Arthur Smith is, and Lou in the edit. You might want to get ready to bleep some of this. Is a complete add the comedic bleepity bleeps. <laughs> <laughs> I feel as though it is possible that uh, he had fantasy managers in mind when he gave Robinson eight opportunities this past week against the worst team in the league. However, I'm not going to pretend Smith isn't a (coughs) pet... Sorry. However, I'm going to pretend Smith isn't a petulant child and I'm going to brush it off and ask you two a question. I'm going to pose you a question. So, B. Robinson stood running back unbelievable prospect picked in the top 10 of the fantasy draft who just had the best four game stretch in terms of production and usage of his young career is against Indianapolis who are giving up 25 fantasy points per game to the running back position and are ranked bottom three what projection do you think he's got this week pretend I didn't tell you <laughs> and pretend you didn't do that whole song yeah, fourteen point four. That was. I'm keeping this in. That is amazing. <laughs> uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. fourteen point four. <laughs> I can't believe you just done that. That is almost as bad as Sharples doing the same. <laughs> was it the same? Uh, what did you do that time? Uh, I picked, did I pick the same tight end? Was, you it, Evan the ti- oh, was yeah. it the same tight? Same tight end. Yeah. No. You know. No. No. You also. <laughs> You said the same oh, stat. It was the, oh, it, was the yeah. oh, oh, it was about the interception. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I, just, I, just, <laughs> I just went into autopilot mode up top <laughs> and completely forgot that my actual argument relied on you not knowing the projection. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas episode. We're giving so people lads, laughs this week. Get this. Yeah, it's projected 14.4. Wow. Would not have guessed that. I wouldn't have. So, your point Bijan Robinson this weekend is going to be absolutely fine. Uh, Sharps, who have you got? Um, I've gone for Aaron Jones, running back of the <laughs> Green Packers. Great, Packer. yes, great uh,
1: player. Projected 14 point partridge uh, this week. Um, <laughs> and you say great player, but I'm a little bit worried. Obviously, he's got, he's, he's got a projection of 14.1, but uh, his average points on the year is 10.9, which is very un uh, Aaron Jones like. Um, but he's coming up against the Carolina Pampers, um, who are currently giving up the second most points to fantasy running backs, I think, behind the Colts. Um, and there's a reason for that. Um, they've got a terrible offence. They've got a terrible defence. Teams can score big on them and then run the ball. Uh, and as a running back, that should mean Aaron Jones gets a lot of the ball. But even if the Panthers do somehow put up a little bit of a fight, they do have sharp claws Um, he's also quite good at receiving. He's been averaging about four or five targets a game. um, And that should sort of pad his stats up a little bit. But realistically, I would like a breakout game from Aaron Jones. We saw it long ago in week one when we were all fresh-faced youngsters. He got 26.7 points, but still, since then, absolutely nowhere near it. He's been riddled by injury. I think this could be a a get-right game for him. So, yeah, Aaron
0: Jones, 14.1. There nice. we go, Lou, what's next on this Christmas tree? I feel like you weren't here last year, Sharples, when we did the Christmas episode, because this would make a lot more sense to you anyway. The wide receiver I was here and it doesn't make sense to <laughs> <for> me. <laughs> the wide receiver and the baubles on the tree, adding that, you know, extra dynamic bit of flirt to the tree. I'm gonna go with Amari Cooper, <clears> projected thirteen point turtle dubs. Okay. Um He's added thirteen point two? A, 13.2? Yep. Sorry. The only one I know. Cooper, he's had an up and down season, uh, which, to be fair, I don't think it's entirely his fault. Uh, You're going to be hard pressed to find a wide receiver who can remain consistent with as many different quarterbacks that Cooper has been catching passes from this year. But it appears as though Joe Flacco will be the quarterback uh, for the Browns for the rest of the season, hopefully into the playoffs. And after three games, the the veteran seems to be pretty beneficial for Cooper in the passing game as a whole. With Joe Flacco in the centre, Cooper's averaging nine targets a game, as well as putting up his fourth 100-plus-yard game this past week. His fantasy numbers and yardage have increased week by week with Flacco, so they're obviously getting more in tune with each other. And this week they face a Texans team who have given up plenty of big games through the year this year, uh, over 300 yards to Zach Wilson two weeks ago. So, yeah, I think they're beatable through the air if Zach Wilson threw 300 (coughs) yards on him. Uh, This game, you know... Two teams pushing for the playoffs. It's going to be a competitive one, especially, hopefully, if CJ Stride plays for the Texans. Should be a good one. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm betting on Cooper strengthening that rapport with Flacco and, uh, again, against an exploitable (coughs) secondary, having a good game. Nice. Uh, And I'm going to go uh, wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, Jordan Addison, projected 12 drummers drumming. Point one well partridge in a pear tree. Is he projected 12.1 versus uh, Denver? No, lads, guess uh, what he's projected. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, the Vikings. Nick Mullins at least looks competent enough to get people the ball. Addison had a nice uh, six for 111 game this past weekend versus Cincinnati after a real down period. Now, this was heavily propped up by the two touchdowns, but clearly. As I just mentioned, Mullins knows the offense, and he knows to get the ball to Jefferson and Addison. Jefferson, you, Jefferson is in your lineup no matter what, and I feel as though uh, that upside that you get with Addison is just too tempting. There's too much value there to have like a, a flex or a wide receiver free that could beat your opponent's wide receiver one. Uh, we've spoken about <laughs> Detroit having a pearly fo- a f- pearly four. A fairly poor. <laughs> They've got a pearly four. A fairly poor defense in general. And they, uh, they seem to always be in shootouts, which is great for fantasy. So the Vikings are going to have to score <laughs> if they want to win. They can still get in the playoffs. Um, so give me Addison this week for another good game from this offense, hoping to basically just re- replicate what they did against Cincinnati. Jabs.
1: Uh, yep, yeah, my wide receiver is also projected uh, Dummer Point Partridge, 12.1. Devontae uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, Smith, uh, wide receiver of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, currently, eagle uh, the Giants are giving up the fifth most points to fantasy wide receivers. I just think this is going to be a get-right game for the Eagles. Obviously, they're on a bit of a slump. I can imagine some of the Some of the big personalities in that locker room, your Jason Kelsey's, your Brandon Graham's, will have been really getting on them. I think the Giants are a perfect opportunity to to come back. Um, I think a lot of pieces in the Eagles this week will be relative for fantasy, but uh, Devontae Smith is projected twelve point one compared to AJ Brown seventeen. Um, so I think that the Devontae Smith pick is much more sensible and aside from last week we only had five targets against Seattle it's been 8, 8, 11 and 10 so the volume's there he's pretty much he's got a great floor it's just whether he gets a touchdown that he, uh, he becomes a hit but I think it's more than feasible um, so yeah, Devontae Smith in a get-right week for the Eagles
0: Nice Uh are we next, Lou? Tight end so that's the corny decoration, the rubbish decoration, maybe one that was gifted to you that you feel obliged to include on the tree, even though you really you really don't want it there. I'm going to go took a Craft projected Maid's Milking Point calling birds. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone guess what that is? 8.3? Uh, uh, four. Four?
1: Eight eight four. 4.
0: Okay. Four. okay. Um, yeah, took a craft. Since fellow rookie Luke Musgrove has been out, Craft has served as the team's top tight end option, and he's been performing really well. To be fair, tight end eight since he took over the job in week twelve, averaging ten point six. Oh, averaging. Sorry, not ten point six. <laughs> he's, he's no. Like, well, no, no, no. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> he's averaging Lord's leaping point. Sum up. Lord's point geese. Yeah. It feels as though he's being leaned on a bit more as well uh, due to the injuries in the wide receiver room, which will still be the case this week. Uh, Christian Watson still dealing with a hamstring injury. Uh, Reed, you know, dealing with a toe injury. We don't know if either of those guys are going to play this week. So I expect Kraft to continue to be a consistent part of this passing game. I think you know he's a decent player regardless of the matchup this week. Nice. nice. Um, I'm going to go tight end. Dalton Kincaid projected nine ladies dancing at the Chargers, and just as I do this, Sleeper sends me a notification saying Dalton Kincaid has gone from healthy to questionable. So that's <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> what are the chances of that? <laughs> uh, no. um, fresh off the Goose versus the Cowboys, in which James Cook and the Bills rushing game ran the offense. I'm expecting Kincaid to bounce back up to the seven targets that he's been averaging all season. He plays the Chargers, who are truly dreadful, so I'm banking on Kincaid to, pro- to produce like he did uh, in weeks 7 to 10. He had a really good month there. Um, and with this fantasy projection of 9, he should blow it out of the water. Ladies dancing, uh, I'm hoping for some kincaidy's dancing. Mm. Okay, Shots. Right.
1: So initially I was going to go for um, Trey McBride. I didn't realise he was a forget about it. He was projected a hefty uh, Drummer's Point geese, So I've pivoted away from that. Um, I've gone for uh, a guy who's been lighting up in the past couple of weeks. Uh, Hunter Henry, it's dangerous picking a Patriots player, but he's, um, I think, two 19-point games in a row. Um, So he's really coming into form at the right time. Uh, He's projected a slightly lower Maid's point French Hens, uh, which is 8.3. And he's going up against Denver, who are currently giving up the most points to uh, fantasy tight ends. He's going in with a questionable designation, so I'm a little bit worried. Um, But yeah... the, f- the first, so in, in the two games that he's done really well, the first one was, you could say it was lucky He only got three targets, but he managed to pull in two touchdowns. But last week against Kansas City, nine targets, seven receptions, 66 yards and a touchdown. Probably shows he's, he's becoming a bit more of a weapon in that offence. Um, and yeah, with a with a tight end landscape that's hard to pick from, you sort of need to attack the opportunities when you get it. So Hunter Henry, 8.3 um, against the Broncos team that likes to give up points to the tight end.
0: Nice. And what is the quarterback, loop? It's the star on top of the tree, of course. The main event is where uh, where everybody's eyes are drawn to. <clears throat> do you want to stop coughing when Sorry. I'm about to do <laughs> Sorry. Uh... <laughs> where everyone's eyes are drawn to. Um, I'm going to go Baker Mayfield, as I alluded to before. Projected 16-point Maid's um, milking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I laid it out in our Secret Santa segment. Mayfield, he's been really good second half of the season. Coming off a fantastic performance uh, against the Packers this past week. Perfect passer rating, I believe. So he's rolling, so is this know, Mike Evans, uh, he's always going to be a factor. But Chris Godwin had his best game of the season this past week. Cade Otton, really safe target when needed. And Rashad White has blossomed into a really effective dual threat running back with plenty of receiving yards. Dual threat? Like he's going to rob somewhere. <laughs> no, but dual. Dual. Dual All oh, right, Oh, <laughs> Dual. Dual. Uh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> dual threat. Watch your ice, gents. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> plenty of receiving yards racked up this season for Richard White. Um, all of this seems to be coming into fruition. A great time for the Buccaneers, uh, and specifically Mayfield as well. They're on a three-game winning streak. Couple of those have come against fellow playoff contenders as well. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, maybe they become a really nice start for your fantasy team. Uh, and I get, yeah, my roundabout point is that I think that this is going to be the case for the rest of the season. Um, you sh- I feel like he's going to be a good start for you if you need to start him in your fantasy playoffs. Um, never a scurrier word spoken. Yeah. But yeah, th- I feel it's going to continue this week. Against a team whose secondary we've told you to target again and again this season uh, to varying degrees of success. See this past week. The Jacksonville Jaguars, the Bucks. they should be able to move the ball on them, especially through the air. Uh, The Jags have given up the fourth most passing yards on the season. Only a few other teams have given up more, one of which is the Buccaneers, so... This could turn into a fiery one. Plenty to play mm. for here. Uh, two closely matched teams reflected in the over-under. Do you want to guess the over-under of this one? Um, what was in the... Uh, the... the Toll. Sorry, the spread. Toll. The spread. The spread. Sorry, yeah. Uh, oh, I bet it's close. I bet it's only like... Is Lawrence playing or not? Unclear at the minute. I bet it's around about Jaguars minus 2.5. I, I was going to say three. So yeah, in that region yeah. Jaguars minus one. Oh, very okay. close game. And I understand that because I, I think the Buccaneers might win. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I want pieces in this one. Mayfield should be in for another good performance. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go Justin Fields versus Arizona. Projected drummers drumming. Drummers <laughs> drumming. Plus laws are leaping. Minus turtle doves. <laughs> See, now you should have asked us, what do you think he's projected? What do you think yeah. he's projected? <laughs> <laughs> um, 15 point summer. It's a big old 20. It's 20, 20 points. Ooh, it's a big projection. And obviously, glad. we wow. want to give you players in this, this section... Is, this is the boldest. Star. That we think are going to outscore the projection by um, Henza Penning for... Um, But we need a big game from Fields this week, deep into the fantasy playoffs. Uh, Luckily, he plays Arizona. I say luckily, because when Fields plays a bottom 10 fantasy defense, which he has four times this year, he's averaging 22.7 fantasy points per game versus the 14 fantasy points per game that he's averaging in those other five games that he's played this season uh, that were against top half defenses. So basically, he beats up on bad teams. Um, I think the birds have surprised people by just how not awful they are you know there seems to be some potential on this team and Fields is playing for his career be it in Chicago or somewhere else Uh, it's hard to call Fields this year uh, but hopefully I've spotted a useful correlation here also the Cardinals are either pretty much or the absolute worst uh, rush defense in the league, depending on which stat you look at. So if there was ever a time for Fields to bust out a big rushing game, it's going to be this week. So um, Fields to have a big one, fingers crossed. Chaps?
1: Uh, I've gone for um, Jared Goff, projected um, 15-point French hens. 15.3 against uh, Minnesota who I actually thought they were worse on defence but they're pretty much exactly um, middle of the pack but I do kind of feel like although Detroit are a better version they are sort of two similar teams where they can sling it on the right day and also they've not got great defences so it should be uh, quite a high scoring game, bit of a shootout and those are the kind of matches that you want Jared Goff in. Uh, I'm not expecting him to roll up and did what he did last week, five touchdowns, 278 yards for 31 points but um I think this should be an open match, um a quite high scoring game. And you know, I'd settle for three touchdowns and three hundred yards, that'll be more more than enough for a hit, and I think that's very, very feasible. I'm a little bit surprised he's got as low a projection as he does, to be fair. Mm. So uh yeah, Jared Goff.
0: And now it's time to look to Christmas future, as Lewis says. There we go. Thank you. Beautiful with the tier list. A bit like a nice Christmas pudding with lots of... Ti- do they have tears in Christmas? No, they don't. do they? It's a trifle, isn't it? It's more like a tr- Christmas trifle with yeah. lots of different tears. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking of? Maybe like an advent calendar. No. Don't know. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Sharples, the tier list, please. Yeah. So uh, Oh, there's gonna be a tier list in here because I'm gonna be crying because of how badly his jokes are. Well <laughs> uh into the God. bad section. So I was gonna say lumps of coals, but we've already used that. So this is the we this Can is we the just link, warn um, people? I, I apologize that we didn't warn people last week. There's a game on Saturday night. There's a few, is there not? There's a game on um half nine on Saturday and uh, one o'clock in the morning Saturday night, Sunday morning so um, no, just two as opposed to the three last week just warning because we had a lot of people we know that didn't realise games were happening we had a lot of emails about it we did not but we did have a lot of people that were like what the heck
1: (laughs) carry on carry on (laughs) carry okay. on okay um, into the into the bad category this is your uh your links africa box sets games uh, no nice. Jets, yes, Jets line. commanders uh, broncos patriots only two only two i'm being positive okay. this christmas yeah uh, into the into the meh. um this is uh well let's see i've actually been enjoying getting socks recently like the wool socks this is just a standard five pack of you know white and black socks You've asked for them. You need them. It, it does the job. It's fine. So we've got yeah. Steelers, Bengals, Chargers, Bills, mm. Bears, Cardinals, Panthers, Packers, Titans, Hawks, Falcons, Colts, and Eagles, Giants.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'd I'd agree. I'd agree with that. I think they're they're all plain socks. Mm. Into the good. Um, what have I What have I asked for this year?
1: So um, I would like to. Grow vegetables on my balcony, so I've asked for a book on how to grow vegetables. So for me, this is my good category this year. Uh, <laughs> okay. You know, it's not a it's not a flat screen TV, but I'm in, I'm looking forward to opening it. Uh, Texans, Browns, if get it, if I get it, if I get it, if I get it, if Maybe uh, brings yeah, it, all right. Yeah, if okay. my if my projections come good. Um, yeah, Texans, Browns, Vikings, Lions, Bucks, Jags, Rams, Saints, Chiefs, Raiders. Couple of maybe ones that I've gone a bit too optimistic on there, but yeah, didn't want yeah. to load it full of meh.
0: Okay, that's fine. Um, Humbug, some would say. Um.
1: Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. Uh, into the great, you know, this for me. This isn't about presents. This is the the Christmas dinner itself. This is my, you know, my mum's pigs in blankets or the the turkey, the roast potatoes, just 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 the food, really, in general. Um, it's
0: 49ers, Ravens, it's Dolphins Cowboys. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, I won't I mean, I won't be having any dolphin on my Christmas dinner, but uh suit <laughs> yourself, Sharples. Uncultured swine. <laughs> yeah, I think we've I think we've hit it though. Yeah. Is that us? That's the show. Thank you very much <clears throat> for listening. Have a really, really good Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, and we'll see you in between Christmas and New Year. We will. When um, I realised that some of you, some of you might already not be in your fantasy playoffs, but keep listening, keep keep on going, keep on trucking, as we right. always say, as we say every week, keep on trucking. <laughs> yeah, we do um, say that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, have a really good Christmas. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Goodbye.
1: Happy holidays.